I want to welcome you to today's podcast. And in this podcast, I'll be bringing you teachings from the Word of God that will bless you and inspire your spirit. And I know for sure that your life will never be the same again when you're done listening. God bless you as you listen. This podcast is sponsored by Check It Shop. Check It Shop, the first Christian anointed clothing brand. Your one-stop shop for high quality and heavily anointed clothing and accessories that will look good on you and most importantly, terrorize the kingdom of darkness. Visit CheckItShop.com. Check it inside. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. I want to welcome you to today's podcast and I'll be bringing you inspiring words and teachings that will transform your life forever. But before we go on, I would like us to pray. Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we worship you. We honor you. We adore you. We thank you for your grace and your mercy. Thank you for your loving kindness and your tender mercies. We ask that you speak to us through your word and by your spirit. At the end of the day, we would have been blessed, inspired, renewed, refreshed. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. In today's world, so many things are going on. Hallelujah. I was listening to a message that a preacher was preaching, an old message. And he was talking about 2016. And he was saying, it was, I think it was uh, the Christmas you know, service. And he was talking about how difficult 2016 was. How difficult it was. And I was watching this video and I was saying, wow. Compared to 2020, 2016 was paradise. It was very good. Hallelujah. What am, I, what am I saying? So many things are going on. It looks like things are getting worse in the world. It looks like things are getting darker. Suddenly, we hear of this pandemic, you know, all over the world sickness, disease, infirmity, and then the economy is going down. Suddenly, people can't go to work because of all kinds of restrictions and things that are going on. And when you see all these things happening, it's so easy to find yourself being worried. Hallelujah. It's so easy to find yourself being worried. You know, you start thinking, what am I going to eat? What am I going to drink? What am I going to wear? You know, you start thinking of all these things. What's going to happen to my children? All these thoughts come to your mind. Do you know that when we call God Alpha and Omega, Alpha actually is the first letter of the Greek alphabet while Omega is the last letter of the Greek alphabet. So in other words, we are saying he is the beginning and the end. That is remarkable. 
He's the beginning and the end. What does that mean? It means there is nothing that happens outside the scope of God's knowledge. Glory to God. Nothing happens outside the scope of God's knowledge. God knows everything. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So from the foundations of the earth, from the very beginning, God knew that a day like this was going to come. He knew about it. He knew. He knew a day like this was going to come and he prepared for it. He planned for it. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Like I said earlier, there is nothing that is happening today that is outside the scope of God's knowledge. God knew. Hallelujah. Glory to Jesus. That's why if you go to the book of Philippians chapter 4 and verse 6, let's go there quickly. Philippians chapter 4 and verse 6. He says, be careful for nothing. Be careful for nothing. Be anxious for nothing. Be worried about nothing. Don't be worried about anything. Hallelujah. Why did he say that? Because he knows that there will be things that will want to cause you to be worried. God knew that there will be things that would want to cause you to be worried. That's why he said, don't worry about anything. Be anxious for nothing. Be worried about nothing. Hallelujah. Now, when we say, don't be worried about anything, that is not to say things are not happening. Hallelujah. Things are happening. It's not, um, it's not saying you be like the ostrich that buries his head in the sand. And because he doesn't see the enemy, he pretends like the enemy doesn't exist. That's not the point. He tells you how to deal with the circumstances of your day. He says, be careful for nothing, but in everything. What is everything? Whatever it is you're going through. The situations and circumstances that you face, that's what everything means. He says, in everything, by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your request be made known unto God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. In other words, whatever it is that you are going through, he says, take it to the Lord in prayer and supplication. Take it to the Lord. Do you know there are people who are busy going around telling everybody about their problems apart from the one very, the most important person they ought to tell their problems to. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Many people, they are busy taking their phones when something happens. The first thing they do is to take their phones and call maybe a husband or a brother or a sister, an uncle or a father or a mother. That's the first thing they do. Hallelujah. But God says in everything, by prayer and supplication. Hallelujah. So when you bring that request to God in prayer and supplication, after you've presented that matter to God, he says, with thanksgiving, learn to give thanks. I have learned to give thanks. 
God was teaching me some things years ago. And he said to me, he said, do you know that thanksgiving is the principle of multiplication? When you give thanks for what God has done for you, he will do more for you. When you thank him for the little things he does, he will do more for you. That's how God is. So after bringing your request to God in prayer and supplication, you give him thanks. Let's say you receive information from your place of work and they say because of what is going on in the world today and all that, they are downsizing and so they are removing certain people working in the company and your name was enlisted. You are among those to be removed. Hallelujah. Now you have bills to pay. Hallelujah. You have responsibilities and now certain information is coming to you. In the natural, it should cause you to worry. Hallelujah. Naturally, you should be worried. How am I going to pay my bills? How am I going to do this? And how am I going to do that? How am I going to get a new job? What am I going to do? All these things will come to your mind. They will bombard your mind. It's natural. But God says, no, you are not an ordinary person. Hallelujah. You are not an ordinary person. So you shouldn't act like no ordinary people. So it says, yes, something has happened. But it says, don't be anxious. Don't be worried even about this situation. So what do you do? You go before your heavenly father in prayer and supplication. And you say, father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you. Because you are the creator of the heavens and the earth. Father, it is you that said in your word. But my God shall supply all my needs according to your riches in glory by Christ Jesus. Father, I thank you because I know that my needs are supplied. However, it's going to happen. I don't know how it will happen. You are the same God who fed 5,000 5, men with five loaves of bread and two fish. You are the same God who fed the children of Israel in the wilderness for 40 years with manna. Lord, you are the same yesterday, today, and forever. You never change. And I know that you, as you did for them, you are not a partial God. You will also do it for me. So I thank you. I give you praise. I worship you. I adore you. Thank you, Father. Blessed be your name in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Now, this is a practical example of a prayer in a situation like this. When you pray like this, your heart becomes hopeful. You become expectant. At the point, you may not know where the miracle will come from, where the supply will come from, where the job will come from, where the money will come from, where the provisions will come from. You may not know, but your heart is expectant because you have prayed and you have given thanks. Hallelujah. Now, guess what? Your role is to pray and bring supplications and give thanks to God. After you have played your role, verse 7 of that scripture says, And the peace of God, 
which passeth all understanding shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Glory to God. That's what I was explaining earlier. After you have prayed such a prayer, peace will come upon your heart. Now this peace, the Bible says it passeth all understanding. Why did he say that? Because physically things may not have changed. It doesn't mean immediately after you prayed, suddenly money goes into your account or somebody calls you and says you have a new job. It may not happen immediately. But the first thing that happens is that every worry, every trace of worry will be removed from you. Hallelujah. And you become hopeful. You become expectant. You would just know that you know that you know that something is about to happen for your favor. Something is about to turn around for your good. Hallelujah. Glory to God. When you pray and you bring supplications to God, many people like to worry. Like they like it. Sometimes, if they are not worried, they become worried that they are not worried. Hallelujah. Like, why should I just be happy? No, something must be going on somewhere. No, no. He said, don't be worried about anything. Hallelujah. Now, this is Paul telling you about the revelation of the Holy Spirit. Let's go to Peter and let's hear what Peter has to say about the same thing. First Peter chapter 5. 1 Peter chapter 5, and I'm reading from verse 7. 1 Peter chapter 5, and I'm reading from verse 7. Now, Peter says here, he says, Casting all your care upon him, for he careth for you. Casting all your care upon him upon the Lord, upon Jesus, for he cares for you. Glory to God. Has it dawned on you that God loves you more than you love yourself? He is the one person that loves you more than you love yourself. Hallelujah. He says, cast all your cares upon the Lord, for he cares for you. Whatever that situation is that is troubling your heart, those things that you'd want to be worried about. He says, take them. And he says, submit them to the Lord. Glory to God. Cast them to the Lord. How do you do that? That's what Paul said in Philippians 4. He says, prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. That's how to cast your cares upon the Lord. And when you do that, the peace of God will come upon your heart. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I want you to open, go to the same first Peter chapter 4. Let's go to verse 12. First Peter chapter 4, just one chapter earlier before this one. First Peter chapter 4, verse 12. Oh, hallelujah. Glory to God. I remember the words of David. He said, how sweet are your words to my taste. Yea, sweeter than a honey and a honeycomb. Your words are so sweet to my taste. Hallelujah. God's word is so comforting. Hallelujah. It's so energizing. 
glory to God. Look at this. He says, Beloved, think it not strange concerning the fiery trial, which is to try you as though some strange thing happened to you. Glory to God. In other words, like I told you earlier, God knew like a pandemic like this will come. He knew that the economy will go down. He knew about it. He knew that there will be problem on the job. He knew that there will be problem on your marriage. He knew that there will be problem with your children. He knew about it. Hallelujah. He knew. Glory to God. So when the problems start coming left, right and center, he says, don't think it's strange. Especially you that are born again. You that have come to know the Lord. He says, don't be surprised. Don't think it's strange concerning the fiery trial which is to come to you as though something strange has happened. Hallelujah. Don't be surprised. Verse 13, he says, but rejoice. Rejoice. The flesh will tell you to worry. The flesh will tell you to be anxious. The flesh will tell you to cry. But he said, no, rejoice. He says, rejoice. That's the right way to go about it. Some people say it's okay to cry. And I say, no, it's not okay to cry. God did not say in the Bible, cry. That's not what he said. He said, rejoice. Some people, when the fiery trials come against them, left, right, and center, they just break down and just begin to cry. No, crying does not change anything. It doesn't. Hallelujah, there's a place for crying but not for fiery trials. Hallelujah. He says, rejoice, rejoice, inasmuch as you are partakers of Christ's sufferings. But when his glory shall be revealed, you may be glad also with exceeding joy. Oh, hallelujah. Glory to Jesus. Hallelujah. He said rejoice when troubles come left, right and center. Trouble is coming everywhere. He said rejoice. Glory to God because a testimony is on the way. Hallelujah. Glory to God. There is no testimony without a test. Hallelujah. There is no testimony without a test. Glory to God. Hallelujah. There is no solution without a problem. Glory to God. So when the test comes, guess what? The testimony is coming too. Glory to God. If only you hold on. If only you would hang on. Hold on to the infallible word of God. If if you would only hold on. The testimony is on the way. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. So we've read from Peter. We've read from Paul. We've read from Peter. Now, of course, the Bible says in the mouth of two or three witnesses am I every word established. Hallelujah. So God is bringing through this word. He's bringing you information on how to deal with situations like this. When you face trouble everywhere, when you know, things begin to happen, insurmountable, seeming insurmountable troubles, challenges begin to show up. He's showing you from his word what to do. Glory to God. So let's get a third witness here. The first witness we looked at was Paul. The second witness we're, look, we're looking at, we just looked at, is Peter. Now the third witness is James. 
So we go to James chapter 1 and verse 2. Oh, glory to God. Hallelujah. James chapter 1 and verse 2. Glory to Jesus. Hallelujah. Mm. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Every time I read the scripture, there is this excitement that wells up in my spirit. Glory to God. He says, my brethren, my brothers and my sisters. He says, count it all joy when you fall into diverse temptations. The word temptation actually is trials or tests. Hallelujah. He says, count it all joy when you fall into diverse tests, trials. Knowing this, hallelujah. Glory to God. Because of what you have come to know, he says, knowing this, that the trying of your faith worketh patience. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So guess what? This scripture is revealing to us that the situations and circumstances that we face, they don't come to destroy us. It's just a test of your faith. Hallelujah. It's a test of your faith. He says, knowing this, that the testing of our faith, the trial of our faith, worketh patience. The trying of your faith worketh patience. Patience, glory to God. Patience, patience is one ingredient that many Christians lack. Many believers lack that quality of patience. They want everything to happen instantly. They want everything to happen instantly. When they kneel down and pray to God, they want to see the miracle instantly. When they ask for money, okay, okay, God, give me some, some amount of money. They want to see it instantly. They want to they go, God, give me a husband. They want to marry that husband like today, today, now, now, now. It doesn't always work like that. Patience is required. Hallelujah. He said the trying of your faith worketh patience. He goes on to say in verse 4, But let patience have our perfect work in you. Let patience have our perfect work that you may be perfect and entire, lacking nothing, wanting nothing, lacking nothing. Many believers are incomplete because they lack patience. They are incomplete. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Because they lack the quality of patience, they are incomplete. But patience is required. You need patience. So the test that come, it's a trial of your faith to produce patience in you. Hallelujah. Because the truth is that faith and patience always work together. The Bible says, follow them who through faith and patience inherit the promise hallelujah when your patience is perfected and your faith is strengthened your name will be named among those in the faith hall of fame glory to god hallelujah there are times maybe god has told you something you have not seen the manifestation of that thing but you hold on to god's word because you know that you know that you know that it will surely come to pass faith and patience glory to God hallelujah so it doesn't matter what you are going through today 
It doesn't matter what the situation or the circumstance is. It doesn't matter what happens. He says, first of all, he says, take that thing. Don't be worried. Don't be anxious. Don't be, don't be distressed. Some people go into depression. Don't be depressed. It is but in everything. With prayer by prayer, with supplication and thanksgiving. Take that request to God. And the peace of God will come upon your heart. The peace of God. That peace that is, I mean, you can't explain. The peace of God that surpasses all understanding. And there is something that I want you to know as a child of God. The Bible says in the book of Romans chapter 8 and verse 28. It says, and we know that all things work together for good to them that love God. And to them who are the called according to his purpose. He says all things. So guess what? Sometimes even seeming bad things. Seeming bad things will work for your good. He said all things. See, listen, all things means all things. He says all things work together for good. All. All things. Hallelujah. Maybe you heard news about setbacks, something that you were not expecting happen. And you're feeling bad because of that. He says, relax. Even this thing, it will work for your good. It will produce a testimony. Hallelujah. Glory to God. It will produce a testimony. So no matter what happens, the first thing you want to find out, do I love God? Well, if I'm born again, yes, I do. Hallelujah. If you're born again, yes, you do love God because you believe in the Son, Jesus Christ, that He sent. It's a proof of your love. He says, if you love me, keep my commandment. What does he, what is, what does he mean to keep his commandment? He said, to believe in the Son, Jesus Christ. So you love God because you are a believer in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Then are you called according to his purpose? Because he says, and we know that all things work together for good to those that love God and to those who are the called according to his purpose. But then if you go to 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 9, he says you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, peculiar people, whom God has called out of darkness into his marvelous light. So you are that one who is called according to his purpose because he did that according to his purpose. So that scripture in Romans chapter 8, verse 28 is referring to you. All things work together for your good. Hallelujah. So when you receive that news, begin to rejoice because a testimony is coming. Hallelujah. Testimony is coming. Glory to God. A testimony is coming. Hallelujah. Don't cry like the rest of the world. Don't act like them, like you don't have hope. The God we serve, he's called the beginning and the end. And like I said earlier, Nothing happens outside the scope of God's knowledge. He knows everything. And if God brought you to it, he will take you through it. If he brought you to it, he will take you through it. Hallelujah.
glory to Jesus. Hallelujah. Time will fill me to talk about the children of Israel. How God brought different plagues in Egypt and brought them out with a mighty hand. And when they found themselves hemmed in between the Red Sea and the Egyptian army coming from the height, God caused that sea to divide wide, divide, and the people walked on dry ground. And when their enemies tried to follow them, they were all drowned in the sea. Hallelujah. Or when they got in the wilderness, how God fed them with manna for 40 years. Amazing. And when they were thirsty, the Bible says God caused water to come out of a rock. And the Bible says the rock followed them. My God, my God, my God. Think about it. The Bible says the rock followed them. My God. So many testimonies, so many miracles that happened. And that is the same God that we serve today. If he could do that with the children of Israel, what will he not do for you? Hallelujah. So rest assured, God is in control. God is in charge. And God's got you. Hallelujah. Praise God. Let us pray. Father, we thank you for your word that you have brought to us. Thank you for reminding us to not be anxious, to not be worried about anything. But in everything, through prayer, supplication, and thanksgiving, make our request known to you. Father, I pray for your people. Whatever it is they are going through, I ask that your mighty hand will touch them. And that out of that test, let there be a testimony in the name of Jesus. For your word says, out of the eater came forth meat. And out of the strong came forth something sweet. Lord, let something sweet come out of that strong situation they are going through. In the name of Jesus Christ. Lord, these ones will testify of your goodness, of your greatness, of your awesomeness. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to Jesus. I'm so, so, so excited. And I want to congratulate you in advance because you are surely coming back with a testimony. Glory to God. Hallelujah. So God bless you. And I'm going to come to you again with another inspiring word that will bless you. Until I come to you again, keep living in the atmosphere of God's word, God's worship, and God's miracles. God bless you. Bye-bye. Join the man of God, Pastor Isaac Samuel II, for further deeper analysis of the Word of God and mind-blowing miracles during the Check It Church weekly services. On Sunday, we've got the Super Sunday service starting at 10 a.m. CST. Wednesday is a midweek Bible study at 6 p.m. CST. Then Friday is a prayer meeting also starting at 6 p.m. CST. We hope to see you there.